0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 5 of My Teen Angst Has a Podcast. My name's Kyle.
1: And my name's Jamie.
0: And we're here again to bring you guys some great CanCon-related content, uh, talking about the one and only Radio Free Roscoe. I hate to break the total illusion of podcasting here, but this is the first episode me and Jamie are recording since releasing our, I guess, our first episode. So this is exciting. Um Jamie, how does it feel to have your voice be heard by the entire universe?
1: Very strange. According to our demographics, two percent of our listeners are from Ireland. Shout out to you guys.
0: Yes, yeah, shout out to the Ireland Lizards. That's actually pretty exciting. I wonder if we know who those people are. Is there a chance? Probably not. Probably we don't not. know many we don't know many Ireland folks. So that means that this is getting somewhere and that people care about what we have to say about Radio Free Roscoe. Um, of course, this show is starting with Radio Free Roscoe, but eventually we will cover other shows. And I think I say this every week, but again, if you have any suggestions on shows you want us to cover, please let us know. Um, we absolutely have ones we know we will be doing, but we would like uh, what to know what the listeners are thinking. So that is very, very cool. Uh, and uh, just a huge thank you to the folks who have already listened to the first couple episodes of the podcast. That is awesome. We really appreciate it. Um, I want to make a huge shout out uh, At the top of the show here To our boy Number one boy of the world uh, Drew Fitzgerald For whipping together our podcast intro Our theme song um, I thought I think this song fucking slaps
1: Oh man it gets stuck in my head I love it
0: It's a great track um, And it was perfect I think I sent Drew um, I think it was the OC theme song And the Degrassi The Next Generation theme song And this is what he gave us and i'm very happy for it i think the world the world is better for it um if you want to find more of drew's work you can check out voyagerstudios.bandcamp.com i have it linked in the description the man does really great work so that is really cool um and then i have a couple um messages from listeners we have fan mail jamie can you believe this
1: (gasps) i'm shocked
0: (laughs) I am a little shocked as well, but this the is really exciting. The only fan mail I've
1: gotten is my sister live texting me as she listens and asking a lot of questions that we end up answering anyways in the episode. So be patient, Stacey.
0: <laughs> yes, Stacey. We'll, we'll get there. We promise. I swear me and Jamie do our homework on this show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you do want to send in uh, any thoughts, comments, words, whatever um, into the show, you can definitely do that at my teen a podcast at gmail.com. Um, or you can reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter um, at my teen angst pod um, Yeah, you can send us message there. That would be really cool. So this first one here comes from Emily Cole This is at Emily only design on Instagram uh, and she wrote just saying I always thought that they were so cool them being um, the, the cast of Rio Firasco. Uh and it was my dream to run an underground radio station with an alter ego after seeing the show it was greatly influenced. My it greatly influenced my desire to become a CFCR radio host. So people out there probably don't know this, but CFCR is our local college radio station, uh, and Emily is a is an actual. She's an actual DJ on that she's, station.
1: She's she's living the dream.
0: She's living the dream. She's
1: living the RFR dream.
0: And RFR uh, inspired her in some shape or form. So thank you so much, Emily, for writing in about that because that that is really sweet. I think, like me and Jamie, have alluded to the fact that this show is influential to us. In other ways, but maybe not actually professionally in any way. So thankfully, or maybe I guess the show is the only way. I was gonna podcasts. say we have a
1: we have a podcast
0: now, and that's the closest <laughs> we can. Uh... That's as close. But for but for Emily here, um, it uh, it actually really uh, it it influenced her in a way. So that's really cool. Thanks for that. Okay, and this episode is actually we have a double Emily whammy. We have two Emilys. So the other one comes from Emily Newdorf. This is at Emily underscore Sue on Instagram. And she wrote, Hey, I'm listening to the first episode of My Teenage as a Podcast, and there is so much nostalgia. I too got a poster signed at Lassa Mall and was disappoint- disappointed that Lily wasn't there. I have a very clear memory of staring at my onion rings in deep melancholy at the AW in the food court, trying to accept the fact that Kate Todd never came. Awesome episode. I look forward to the next one. So, this actually really warmed my heart getting this message because I'm happy to know that we're not the two. Um, Only crazy people in 2020 who (laughs) remembered this exact uh, moment in time. Although, me and Emily here actually had an exchange trying to figure out and uncover who was missing from that actual meet and greet. And it turns out that Kate Todd was, in fact, there uh, with um, one of the Nathans. Nathan Carter. Nathan Carter, sorry. (laughs) Knew you'd save me on that one. Uh, Nathan Carter and Kate Todd were there. However, the, the rest of the cast wasn't, so, you know, whatever. I don't I don't blame Emily at all. This was, like, what, 12 years ago or something like that? Like, this was a long time uh, ago.
1: <clears throat> 14.
0: Sorry, 14 years ago. So, um, you know, I don't I don't blame her at all. And the only reason I actually found out is because I eventually dug out my autograph from that day. We'll try to post it on the Instagram or something this week, maybe. Um, and so, the case has been cracked, but thank you so much, Emily, for writing in that this honestly pretty awesome and uh we appreciate it so again if you have any other um or anyone else out there has any comments please send that in to us we would love to read it on the show um but yeah anyways anything else jamie we should uh we should clear before we get into this week's programming (laughs) Nothing,
1: nothing nothing coming to me we should dive right in
0: i think so too okay so this episode um if you're reading the episode title and you're kind of confused about which episodes we're covering, we decided to cover um, episode one, episode two, and episode four of season two because episode three and five are two parters. It's kind of confusing. So we decided this we, we just thought this would be the best way for us to handle it. So that's the plan. Um but they just
1: they aired them funny, like it it they follow the right like yeah not storyline but it's like the yeah it, it makes sense to watch episode four before you watch episode three
0: yeah the show isn't really like um it's it, there's not a lot of like uh, episodes that lead into the next one but in this case there is a two-parter and the one the first time they do a two-parter they put another episode <laughs> in between the two parts so it's a little confusing and we thought fuck it we'll just put the two-parter as uh an episode for next week so we'll do that um but that's a great segue into i guess my first thing i want to talk about is that we are now on season two <coughs> of the show boom um, <clears throat> which for those who are following along with us with the youtube link don't be confused by the fact that <laughs> the episodes on that like playlist are still listed as season one mm-hmm. just trust us and trust wikipedia because i, I, think I have it most- listed
1: in my like in my like notes as episode 14 not episode 2 2-1 or whatever so
0: right 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 so yeah there's a couple ways you can look at it but nonetheless this more this is season 2 and yeah. they took a they took a 1 month break between airing seasons actually so the End of season one aired on October 24th, and then this first episode here we talked about aired in November 28th of 2003. Jesus, that is 17 years ago. I That's just really hitting me right now for some reason. That is psychotic. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. So this first episode here is called Count on Me. It's episode one from season two. And like I said, it premiered in November of 2003. A you know, great year, a great month. <laughs> Um, and the, the episode uh, synopsis goes a little like this. Uh, after breaking Lily's amp, Travis and Robbie need to find a way to replace it. Robbie takes a job at Mickey's taking inventory, and it gets worse. His partner is Kim Carlisle, but Robbie finds out that she isn't quite as bad as he had thought. In an effort to make his money, Travis creates an on-air auction, selling a bunch of antiques to the RFR listeners. Alright, so Jamie, what is... Uh, this one... This is a good episode.
1: This is an iconic episode. This is this is in a this is if I was gonna make a greatest hits season two of (laughs) Radio for your right? (laughs) This would definitely be on there.
0: That I'll never get over that shitty greatest hits season one DVD. We've we've talked. I know know. we've talked about it, but it like I'm looking at it again right now. It still pisses me off. (laughs) Um, I couldn't agree more though. This is a really good episode, and um, we. We see more Kim Carlisle, and I don't know, I don't know about you, but like for me, Kim Carlisle is like she's probably I like her more than I like Ray like she like she's probably up there for me in the terms of characters on this show.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh, i I like the growth we see with her, even in this episode, we get to see another side we get we get to see a side of her outside of her like radio persona,
0: yeah, 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 totally, and that's kind of yeah.
1: nice. Not it's to say, bad. not to say, the other side of her is all that great the whole time, but but it, it exists.
0: She's a complex individual, and I think that's okay. And I think
1: she's 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 a tenth grader. What can you? <laughs> what would you expect? You know?
0: I think we were complicated in tenth grade, so I can understand. Were we more complicated in tenth grade than nine though?
1: Grade nine and grade ten interchange in my brain. A lot of the memories, like I have a pretty good memory of like events that happened, but that's like that's a good point though. But, like, there's some pretty – I feel like things didn't – I don't know. I don't consider myself a real person until grade 11, so.
0: I think – the more I think about it, I think I may have said something completely different once before, but I'm going to just say it now. (laughs) I'm going to say this now. I think I agree with you. I think grade 9 and 10 were, like, one year in my head, and grade 11 and 12 were, like, another year. Yeah. I think I would say that because, like, as much as I know, like, concretely what happened at the end of high school, some of that grade 11 shit kind of whiffs its way in sometimes, so Mm – as far as I'm concerned, I only went to school for two years.
1: Based <laughs> based off of who I hung out with, like, like yeah, who my friends were, and there were
0: drastic what, shifts. And what
1: my hair looked like is kind of how I separate my high school years.
0: For the listeners out there, Jamie had some real short hair in high school, and it was sick.
1: I went full pixie. I did the I did the bleach blonde Miley or the bleach blonde pixie cut, like two years before Miley Cyrus did it. Just
0: That's true. You I'm just you were you were pre wrecking ball, and that was. It's true, I was. It was, cool. I, didn't
1: need, I didn't need to get my heart broken to cut all my hair off.
0: No, it, you, no I one has to, it. no one has to. Um, but often people do, that's okay, <laughs> it that's,
1: it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, um, no.
0: yeah. so this, ep- this episode opens up with <laughs> t- Travis with a big bunch, like a box full of junk, basically, and he rolls into <laughs> Mickey's discs and he's saying that he I, okay, I was trying to understand. Oh my the, god, okay, <laughs> I was trying to get what he did. So, like, did he buy? No.
1: this box of
0: junk so that he could get a Japanese anime comic is that so
1: he said that it was it was an all it it was an all or nothing deal he had to buy the whole box of junk to get it and my first note that I made was uh Travis being into anime is the least shocking thing
0: yeah I mean I'm almost surprised it hasn't come up yet right (laughs) for being honest
1: yeah it's anyways so he uh yeah the they mentioned, so he bought this box of stuff from a flea market, which is yeah. funny, because I feel like I haven't heard the term flea market in a long time. Yeah, have you been to a call flea them market like, before? Um, I don't remember, because I feel well, like people just call it, it thrifting these days.
0: Well, it still was thrifting, but like a flea market... Okay, was well, like I, a
1: big garage sale, right? I, I could
0: be totally wrong, but from my knowledge, a flea market would be like, yeah, like a big garage sale often in like you know a large building and there'd be like a bunch of i don't know sellers vendors just selling yeah. random okay, shit yeah, basically kinda, and
1: it's,
0: um, for, it's been a long time um, i remember the only reason i even know what a flea market is is because in my uh, in my area there used to be like a weekly flea market every sunday and I would go oh. pretty often just to get like actually comic books and like Not vinyl. <laughs> Not to be confused
1: with the Montgomery Garage Sale.
0: Not to be confused with the Montgomery Garage Sale. Very different, but also very sick at the same time. But no, the flea market was sick. I, that's where I got a lot of like weird junk that I still have to this day. Like some some good finds. That was be that was even before like. Like nowadays, like certain, like, I don't know, vinyl records or comic books or video games are like fucking hundreds of dollars and <laughs> they're really expensive. Back then, you could get all that shit for like, I don't know, a nickel. Like it was, it was a little bit different. Fair enough. But I, I, it doesn't surprise me one bit that, uh, Travis was the type to, uh, <laughs> to partake in that. He and needed, then, uh,
1: he needed I,
0: that Japanese uh, anime. Japanese anime comic, which I don't know much about. Like I I know a decent amount about anime but at the same time it's like That's I feel really like sick, tr- I feel like true fans might not appreciate that nomenclature cuz isn't like a comic not technically I don't know maybe we should get into this <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a conversation for another day
0: Also is it anime usually like um uh, anime is usually like uh like a like a movie like motion right and um, then, and then like I think it's the like, manga is a comic
1: Oh Anyways,
0: sorry. I think Travis might be a phony. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Shots fired. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I do find it hilarious though that Kim uh, refers to the box as a, a disease in a box. How quaint. <laughs> she has so in much the, sass. Like
1: in these pandemic days, she couldn't be more right.
0: <laughs> and it's it's hilarious in general that RFR did a show on how to get stuff cheap. <laughs> Isn't that like I thought that was a great idea. Like. That, that to me is actually like a really uh it's pretty smart because i feel like that's a show that kids would do like, totally yeah <laughs> makes right. sense i don't blame it that's a show i would do right now but... well
1: and then and in turn kim did a show about how if she's gonna get if someone's gonna give her something it better not be cheap she better be able to see that price tag and i'm like kim my girl
0: she doesn't make it easy hey eh? she doesn't she really does...
1: doesn't hey but listen i i can appreciate a queen who knows what she wants
0: oh and absolutely will settle
1: for nothing less
0: Absolutely. Yeah, but, um, I would say for the RFR crowd, she doesn't make it easy for people to like her. However, I, I definitely fuck with Kim Carlisle. Absolutely. Um, so Lily also gets an amp, but this is what I'm confused about here is Lily. Does she get an amp through the the, the flea market?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. So then, okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Because why is she so upset that this app is destroyed? Because she's acting like she has no other app. However, we've seen other apps. But she makes it seem like, oh, I can't... You
1: just just bought something and someone and your friends break it immediately?
0: Okay. I definitely would be upset. Don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't... That would be like saying I have... If I have four guitars and someone breaks one of my guitars, I'm not going to be like, oh, I guess I can never play guitar again, or I'm never going to strum a chord for the rest of my life. That's just not like, she's been a little dramatic in my opinion. <laughs> it's a
1: little petty, but you know what? If the thing is, I think if my, I don't know, I can relate to this. If my friends broke my new belonging, well, I would probably be just as petty about it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well i don't know it just uh. kind of seemed weird to me because th- all the lines she was saying about how like she can never she couldn't even she do anything
1: ever again. Do anything
0: musicals because the one of one of her amps were was wrecked i found that to be a little excessive but
1: Listen, fair enough back up. maybe maybe the amp she's been using is broken too so she got a new one from okay. the thrift store and now that one's also br- i don't know maybe okay, we just didn't enough. get the whole
0: story i know it maybe I'm being a little pessimistic I will give I'll give Lily when you're,
1: uh, when you're 14 and you spend your own money on something and then someone breaks it you're gonna be mad
0: that's a good point I mean when you're 15 and someone tells you they love you you're gonna believe it these are these are these are just the facts
1: that's <laughs> why, why would you he- short lie oh
0: yeah I don't know no comment um uh, the the general sass level of Kim Carlyle is at an all-time high in this episode, and That's to me fun. it's just something so special. Um, eventually Robbie has to, uh, or he chooses, I guess, to uh, spend time with the sass via uh, agreeing to do inventory of Mickey's Discs. Um, to help pay his part of uh, Lily's amp because him and Travis have destroyed it <laughs> by stepping into it, which is really sad, unfortunately. Also, k- again, doesn't make a lot of sense. Why would the amp be propped up that way? Like, that's just kind of, that's not proper amp usage. Might, like,
1: Carl, it's called movie magic. Can you move on?
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when Robbie is actually like doing inventory with Mickey... It's hilarious because Mickey has this inc- incredibly <laughs> convoluted way of organizing scenes. But it,
1: like, totally makes sense, though.
0: <laughs> but it makes complete sense. And, like, I can't exactly judge because, like, my own Blu-ray collection is kind of like that in a way. Like, it's organized by, like, genre, then director, then mood. So, I mean, I can't really judge. Uh, <laughs> so, I found that funny. Like, what, Nickelback going under M for bands with money in their name. Sure why not Mad i think that's 20
1: going under n for for bands with numbers in their names
0: yeah i think it uh it's starting to reveal sort of like the business model that mickey has and mickey's discs i feel like uh <laughs> i feel like mickey's discs probably wouldn't be up and running today anymore <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> i hate to say it but i think that might be <laughs> that might be the truth um so eventually it it becomes this uh, awkward encounter between Robbie and Kim where they are working together at Mickey's Disks organizing the di- organizing the disks. Yeah. Um and they start to have some really good banter between the two of them. Like I love the classic debate of like uh pop music versus al- versus alternative music that they have cuz it really sheds some light on like um, just kind of this gatekeeping, pretentious, um, hipster like attitude that a lot of kids Robbie's age have and totally. older people as well. I mean I was what I was gonna say, doubt. we've all been there. Yeah. I mean I'd be the first to admit it. I was
1: You've you've never heard of Never Show Never? Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just sure, never sure. show I don't
1: do. I just, like I don't listen to Katy Perry.
0: <laughs> only when she was on Warp Tour. That yeah. was the only time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I. I, uh,
1: Or she kissed a girl.
0: Yeah, I. like liked your Christian stuff a little bit more. Um, Yeah, so that's a funny conversation to have because that's such a that's a classic debate, and honestly, like Kim kind of like lays it out pretty good. Like she's like, well, I just like stuff that I know is good, and popular music is basically curated (laughs) to be like good and catchy. I like.
1: It's funny. Like it's. I, I like how passionate they both are for either side. Like, they'll oh, they'll fight this. Yeah.
0: And I think I would, I'd probably put a bet on this that like most people who have you know that kind of gatekeeping attitude, they eventually like popular media like as they grow older,
1: totally. <laughs> like
0: th- without a doubt. And those who don't are really just living in the past and probably have drug problems. But I mean, it's you know there's really no there's no in between in my mind. <laughs> it right. Uh, that's okay. That's okay too, <laughs> I guess. Um, and the the biggest thing that they bond over initially, though, is one of the first items that uh, uh, <laughs> Smog or Travis is selling on the on the okay, auction. Hold
1: on. Before we even get into it, before uh, we even dive into that side of it, I just want to no, I just want to mention like, imagine buying stuff off the radio. Can you imagine? Like, I realize that this is not like an unknown thing, and people people have done that and like whatever. But can you imagine? Ba- buying something off the radio based on the description that they're that they're given like you don't get to see it Like I'm just obviously no. I'm living in 2020 where we have a yeah. like, marketplace or we have any kind of online Selling whatever Can you imagine that's just a good point. Like,
0: oh, like there was even that's... there was ebay in 2003. I feel like I would have just got on ebay
1: There you go, right?
0: I, I would agree. I think I think if anything it was the novelty like I couldn't imagine doing that No, you're right. It's pretty it's a little risky funny. But I guess if you're a trusted RFR listener and you trust the opinion of Smog, you know he's not gonna give you some BS. He did though. Although <laughs> he, he everything
1: did. he was selling, he was like, "It's trash," but people will buy it.
0: See, yeah, that kind of reveals a little bit of a a chink in Travis's armor. I feel like that's a little, um, a little disingenuous.
1: It's funny because he he uh, he mentions a few times about being a uh, um, what did he say? He, there's no, um, oh my god,
0: I'm... No benefit in or...
1: Material objects. He doesn't... Yeah, he, he doesn't talks about, about like,
0: some, some, um, uh, Buddhist, uh, teachings and, like, uh, ways of living and he doesn't believe in material objects and then he eventually is very hypocritical and <laughs> just would rather have some of these objects. I don't know. Travis is funny, right? Because he's, like, he's very level-headed, but at the same time he's so still a fake
1: deep
0: <laughs> he's kind of a fake deep that's kind of that's kind of the, the fact <laughs> of, of the matter um however i don't know the only times he is i guess like kind of fake or a phony like it's pretty seldom and when it happens it just shines i guess i don't know mm-hmm. um anyways so he's selling these things on the radio which it you're right in itself is Pretty hilarious. But I guess if I were I think at the same time, if like I were listening into a radio station every day, I would maybe sure. buy something off that radio station. I
1: feel like I would feel cool being being such a fangirl for so many things in my life, I feel like I'd be like, I got like doesn't matter what it is, I'd be like, I got this from RFR. How cool is that?
0: If we had any kind of RFR merch right now, that'd be so sick.
1: Dude, don't get me started. I I've looked.
0: There's gotta be something we could get we
1: My guy. But anyways, uh, I got a good laugh. So Travis is selling stuff. He makes a big deal about how no one from RFR, none of none of those four, should be buying anything. Yet Ray is absolutely just in love with this uh, my pretty pony. And I wrote right. in so capital letters: Ray is a Brony.
0: Man, Bronies. <laughs> What an interesting subsect. Like that is like
1: This is 2003. This is pre like so I grew up I grew up with my little ponies. I did. That was like I had okay. all my little toys so cute. Loved them. That was my birthday gift every year from my godmother. Really? Yeah, I loved them. I had I could I could name them. I have a my little pony computer game still that I pop into the uh so my old PC sometimes just was my, it's
0: so little, was my little pony just like um at that time? cuz I'm sorry I'm not really uh, caught up on my pony lore but was there like a show there must have been a show right hey, so
1: so growing up for me, so my little I know pony, there was
0: eventually like later yeah
1: my little pony the brand I think has existed since like the 80s right, um yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and like they had they had their version of it and then like when I was growing up in the 90s we had there was like a different version of it or like the early 2000s the show um or there was I think a movie that I would rent from uh family video back in the day uh and um like yeah a movie or or two existed um the show didn't exist till later on and it's the show that brought in the
0: the brony culture
1: fan base yeah so
0: that's really interesting it's
1: funny i thought this was funny ray being so into this pony because i was like wow this is like pre like this is pre like
0: because that's like a very a very specific thing to predict
1: yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Simpsons level.
0: Do you think do you think that like um I've always thought that uh you know like the insane clown posse? Have I talked about this on the show? No. Okay. <laughs> I've always thought that like um people who are really into the insane clown posse and they like uh they refer to themselves as juggalos or juggalettes as well. Um like they are like kind of like potentially the la- one of the last forms of counterculture, you know? Like how, like, like a punk rocker would be a form of counterculture, or like,
1: right.
0: I don't know, just like a grunge, the grunge movement. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, in my mind, counterculture existed, and then now kind of doesn't exist as much because, in terms of like fashion or like self-expression, we're kind of generally more accepting, yeah, as a society. But I would maybe argue that we could lump bronies into a, the the counterculture list with the juggalos. And uh, I think Gray would fit pretty good I in like there.
1: Do we chuck the incels in there too then like this is kind of well
0: i think that might be a, they're their own league i would say unfortunately, a little bit in my mind truck culture isn't inherently problematic and okay. i would definitely say incels that's that's are where problematic. the different
1: yeah okay that's where the that's the line that gets drawn okay fair enough however
0: okay. um there could be and then unfortunately uh this is a topic for another podcast really but uh there's probably incels in all communities and we don't know it and that's really too bad but um Anyhow,
1: <laughs> moving on.
0: Moving Ray on. Ray is a bloney.
1: and loves it, and he spends the rest of the episode combing its hair
0: which is honestly kind of funny. I I kind of like.
1: Um, I feel like the context that like it's funny to watch, but it's funnier to watch it now.
0: Yeah, knowing, you're right.
1: Knowing the future of.
0: Yeah. What? And it was, just like it was like bronies. It's like I saw. I think I watched a documentary on Netflix once about bronies. Pretty, pretty enlightening. Yeah, um, exist. What was I gonna say though? I think, I think Ray taking the back seat on this episode a little bit was kind of funny. Like he was kind of the observer. Yeah, what, <laughs> and he wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't really call, causing any shit. But the odd like quip he would add in. I don't know. It, it it added to the episode a little bit. It he always shines sometimes in that respect. Where like. There'll be episodes where like Shady Lane is a little bit light and like she's not really yeah. super prominent This one is kind of an example of that a little bit Yeah. And this, um,
1: this is a, this is more of a Travis and Robbie episode
0: Without a doubt and I don't know I think like Lily Like I almost forget her all like uh, part in this episode If I be honest with you um, okay. Which is too bad because I'm really starting to kind of enjoy the character of Lily as time goes on
1: so not um, about her amp okay
0: she was better about that's fair. I guess that's yeah, she did open up the episode with that, so that makes sense. But back in Mickey's discs, Robbie and Kim are I mean, things are kinda heating up over there.
1: So not yet. Robbie and Kim are still going head to head. They're still hating each other. Uh, Kim is Kim admits that she's there because she has run up her phone bill because it's two thousand and three yeah. and minutes cost using, money. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and
0: uh, minutes up. Making yeah. calls for streamers.
1: Yeah, so she's she's there because she's yeah out of out of minutes, and her dad's like, "You gotta pay for this." Um, next up on Travis's uh, list is this beautiful um, Donnie
0: and Donnie the Donnie dragon and
1: the Dragon shirt.
0: Okay, hold on. <laughs> Do we think this is a reference to Dudley the Dragon?
1: Yeah, that's what I always thought too. I wasn't sure if it was a because I think Dudley is very specifically Canadian, isn't it? Like, is that not like that Because <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, I think you're right. I'm gonna double check this, but I, I think personally. Think
1: you're right.
0: So it's funny that this Dudley, is coming. The
1: Dragon at Lawson Mall once in my youth as well. Oh
0: my gosh!
1: Shout out <laughs> to Lawson Mall meet and greets.
0: Man, Lawson Mall did have some good shit going on right? over there. I met um, oh, what was their names? The the hosts of Treehouse.
1: Oh um.
0: Oh, man, this is going to fucking kill Pansy
1: me. Pansy and... Oh.
0: <sighs> oh,
1: what is it? I want to say yeah. Lunette and Molly, but that's has No, because...
0: that's exactly uh, what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, exactly it's, um, it. Roosevelt. I eventually...
1: What? Roosevelt.
0: Roosevelt. Pansy and Roosevelt?
1: Roosevelt and Tansy.
0: Tansy, sorry. So I saw Tansy and Roosevelt at Lost and Mall. I actually eventually saw Lunette and Molly at The X. That's a whole different story. <laughs> um but for the record i just did a live fact check and yes Dudley Deli- the adventures of Dudley the dragon is a canadian children's television series so so i potentially wasn't
1: sure if, i think when i watched this growing up i wasn't sure if it was like a a call to Dudley or a call to like barney
0: what well, i'd be probably both a little bit to be honest yeah. like
1: then i, I also think... thought about that dragon show
0: dragon that tales
1: was... yeah dragon's
0: dragon Fox. that show's great dragon it's funny that Dragon or it's funny that Deli the Dragon has come up because um for listeners out there who don't know, I'm also on another podcast called the Terror Table. And it's a podcast about horror films. It's a, and we're covering Goosebumps. I'm
1: really though. curious about this uh segue here. Well,
0: this week we are covering
1: Terror <laughs> Table.
0: I know this I wasn't expecting this. Um uh, and this week we're covering episodes of um Goosebumps. And in Goosebumps, one of the guys, his name is, oh, I forget his name right now, it's written somewhere, but he's the guy who said, asks if he wants to butter your muffin in the in Mean Girls. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I, about.
1: I know, I do know what you're and talking
0: about. And that guy was the main character, the main boy in Dudley the Dragon. <laughs> just, everything's connected in Canada.
1: The more you know. <laughs> Anyways, so, it's hard to
0: escape, it's hard to escape, Donnie right? and the
1: Dragon is a, they established that it is a children's classic. I thought it was super funny that they're like, oh my god, you watched Donnie and the Dragon too?" It's like, yeah, we didn't have much say over channels as kids. Like, you got two kids' channels and that was it. You probably watched the same shows, yeah. unless you were one of the people here who only had two channels, the French channel and, uh, what was it, PBS?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's like my, that's I'm like sure, my girlfriend. I'm sure my my girlfriend's like, only seen three shows ever Because she had two channels And so, I feel for her constantly okay,
1: man. So um Yeah so they just make a big thing Oh my god you watched it too And then they once again go head to head Because while, well, Kim thinks that the dragon Was <laughs> the best part of the show But Robbie thinks Donnie wow. was the best part of the show So like oh my god how dare they have Different favorite characters So things were starting to like You know
0: they were starting to like,
1: click. They had things in common, but then they're like, "Wait, that was your favorite character?" Pfft, bye. So it's like a you know. real
0: life forum board. Like this is like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, I thought we were all on the same page here. Never mind. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And it it kind of um, it kind of escalates from there because I'll always remember like them bickering and having Kim asking Robbie to be nice. Why can't you just be nice? Like that nice. And then he just literally roasts her into tears.
1: It is. Oh.
0: It's hard to watch.
1: It's hard to watch, but it's also a little bit like.
0: It's vindicating in some way. It
1: is, because like you, you, we all know that mean girl who like, who can, who can dish it, but can't take it. Yeah. You know, like it's a little like.
0: And you have to think that maybe like, uh, this is optimistic, but maybe she needed some sort of like, uh. I don't know. Reality that, check. There's not lot people
1: who, who go against her or like yeah, like not, yeah. like not like head There's a lot of
0: yes men up. in her corner.
1: Yeah. So yeah, she kind of needed this. So Robbie Robbie roasts her full on.
0: She like really does. Fire it's pretty roasts. pretty bad. <laughs> and,
1: and she understandably turns away with tears in her eyes.
0: So, yeah, I I feel bad. And they then they. But this leads into them really, ah, uh, really connecting. And Kim just tells Robbie that he just, she just wants to kick back and relax sometimes. And then Robbie gives this weird thing where it's like it's kind of a strange, like, uh, uh, reveal, I guess, where he's like, I just feel like there's like a, a private part of me that I can't make public, and that private part of me wants to be public, but it's private, you know she's like i don't even know the private part of me it's like what is going on here this is the weirdest conversation ever it makes absolutely no sense okay
1: so this was like i don't know i'm honestly like as we watch through the show i you know like shows do usually a pretty poor job of portraying teenagers like accurately but like this is the kind of situation where i where i think is actually pretty accurate is that they go into this like hating each other right like like and this isn't even like like this isn't even the question mark for Kim Carlyle drama. Kim doesn't even know that side of it. Only Robbie knows that side of it. He just yeah. to her he is just some asshole she goes to school with, <laughs> like who who does who just doesn't support. Yeah, just a radio. twerp.
0: So,
1: so they yeah a ninth grader. So they come into this and they hate each other, but like as the night progresses, they just get like a little bit like you know they get a little bit like closer, and then you know they're having this deep conversation, and Robbie starts spitting out like. You know, and, like you're, you're like the prettiest girl at school and you're just like all this and I'm just like Robbie, I'm a vomit everywhere. You He's are like, such you're, you're such a girl teenage
0: I've boy ever seen. I
1: have ever seen. You're just like the prettiest girl. You're just like you're such a bitch sometimes, but like you're just like, <laughs> like so pretty. So and like they slowly they slowly get closer uh, and then they oh, start man. kissing and I'm just like wow.
0: He's like I, basically thinking I ah oh, I Actually, fucking hit your guts, but holy shit, I love you.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, it's like it's that weird, like it's that weird, like yeah, opposites attract or something. You know, it's like it's, it's that. Yeah, you know, yeah. if someone hates you and you're like, you want that, like that power where if you, like someone hates you, but you're like, I'm gonna make them love me, but in the wrong <sighs> way.
0: <laughs> that's like, um, I guess that's a very uh, like teenager, like hormones are reacting way high. Like, like this, I this guess that makes sense.
1: Always gotten to a girl. Since well, since oh. Starry Eyes. So And when
0: and when they kiss, Mickey comes in with a hell of a one liner. Mickey comes in and she's like, Hey, how you kids making out? Oh my god. So genius good. That's good so writing, they, right? There. They
1: pull away, they you know, they don't get caught. But Yeah,
0: they, they only exchange a very heated peck, I would say. Yes. Which I don't
1: think there's no tongue in there.
0: Well, we cannot confirm or deny, but it didn't seem that way. Yeah. Okay. Um. I got to say, like that blossoming romance is pretty wild. I remember it being, I, I remember it being wild, but I never like I didn't remember it being this dramatic. <laughs> I remember nah, feeling I think like, I like
1: think dramatic.
0: <laughs> I guess, and I, I don't know, kind of works out because Robbie is this really like, he's pretty soft-spoken for the most part, and he's very calculated actually. Um, but he's I just a bit more, soft- I guess, like liberal straight. with his thoughts. Like yeah. he's a bit. Uh, so in a way, they kind of like they kind of work. it's actually a pretty good pair, I would say like I kind of I, I feel kinda like, like it. I feel
1: like he can he can take her down a few notches when she needs to be, but like she can also like get that passion out of him
0: well and they can both yeah, they can both give each other different kinds of reality checks because sometimes because sometimes Robbie's way up his own ass, you know, like
1: oh yeah, he's like, way up there.
0: and so you know he needs someone to kind of bring him down to earth and that's like, that's that's Kim yeah, um. The fact that they argue though Mostly about the difference in grade Though we need to like kind of
1: Listen I don't know I I thought about this and like truly Like let's go back man You and me We're hanging out we're in grade 10 We're you know we're going for walks by the river And I'm like Kyle There's this boy In the grade below me That I got hard eyes for You'd be like why You'd be like ew Jamie why That's so weird
0: I guess, I guess you're right. I guess you're Total right. double I,
1: standard, because if you were into a girl grade below, it would have just been like, which, actually, like, I think you dated girls younger than us.
0: Uh, I have to go No comment on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not like, not like, it, it was, it was like, we'd be, yeah. We that's were true. Like, it's actually, no, you're right. Like it just, it, that's it, a it,
0: huge, that is a huge double standard, though. I would definitely yeah. agree. That's so a thing. I, sure.
1: That's it. Like, I think if this story was, like, was, if Robbie was in... 10th grade and and Kim was in 9th grade it would be a different story.
0: I would even think though um if Kim was in 11th grade and Robbie was in 10 it would maybe be different. I feel like that 9th grade is like it's just weird to date a 9th grader if you're anything older. Do you know what I mean? Because they're still
1: they're not real people yet.
0: They're not real people yet.
1: I think the show would do so well if it took place as them in 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 like Kim in grade 12 and Robbie <laughs> and then in grade 11. Without a doubt, without a and doubt. Like, and I think the thing is that, like, oh, they're starting high school. Things are, like, things are going to be different now, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, how hard would it be for Tra- for Travis to have just been, like, he comes to the school in grade 11, and that's what sets off With, the, like, oh. and, like, they're all 16 instead of 14. I'm surprised it
0: took us this long to get here. You're totally right, because the show doesn't even really focus much on, like, oh, we're in high school now. It, like, a little bit, like, the odd, like, line here and there, but it that's not really like, the center of the they're show. They're... They're pretty like well versed in like the high school ecosystem immediately.
1: Like, like it's like the they have their it's the build up of their relationship with like Waller, but I just feel like all of that could go like that all base like that all stems from RFR. So if RFR is the new thing in when they're in grade 11, I feel like all these storylines lines kind of work anyways.
0: And once once these kids can drive then like you know shit gets wild. A lot of more not a lot, lot more storylines. Now they're going I mean, to an out-of-town stop. concert, maybe? Maybe the car I mean, breaks?
1: the only place they can go.
0: <laughs> okay, well then, actually, wait a minute. Uh, now we... know,
1: I take it back. Degrassi yeah. people can they still go to the Dot.
0: <laughs> Man. Degrassi people are literally magnetized to, to the Dot. They can't leave the Dot. <laughs> Fuck, I want to go to the Dot, though. Shout, oh, out, my to kidding. Shout out Spin. Um... I guess, yeah, I don't know. The grade 9, 10 thing, I guess I'm so far removed from it at this point where I'm like, what, that's, like, no big deal. But But you're right, it is a big deal at the time.
1: I still remember being in grade 9 and being, like... Like, I would literally refer back and be like, "Mm, this is still young. You know, like, like, like I don't feel like like a teenager. Or, like, I don't feel like those teenagers I see on TV.
0: (laughs) Teenagers as seen on TV. (laughs) Yeah, I guess... I guess it's true. It's too... Well... I just want this relationship to work out, Jamie. I felt like they were really—they really had something.
1: This is this is literally tip of the iceberg. It's true.
0: Two. It does. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when Kim is trying to like almost gaslight Robbie, it did like <laughs> like
1: savage. She's this pretty girl, savage.
0: she she kind of immediately realizes like, oh damn! Like I can't date a niner, so I need to like be a little roll bit back, like toxic. <laughs>
1: Can we go. <laughs>
0: Bring back and she. The tux- yeah she fakes a phone call with her dad And she goes hey Diane And her dad's like what the fuck did you say to me <laughs> she's, well, like, cause, oh, like,
1: she's trying to, She's trying to tell Robbie She goes back and forth where she's like Oh like yeah I've run out of minutes on my phone Because people are always calling me It's not friends it's people calling me about clubs And about school stuff But like right. you know it's not friends calling me To talk so then she tries to backtrack and be like, Robbie, I was just trying to get you to feel bad for me. I have so many friends. Oh, here's one now. Hey, Diane. Hey, girl, what's up? And then she, like, turns slightly to the side. And she's like, Dad, I'm so sorry. Dad, it's it's just like a game kids are playing at school called Hey, Diane. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. And, like, Robbie's just staring at her the whole time. Oh and my she's God. like, like, it's just it's such an uncomfortable little
0: Little theme. Oh, that really made it was so sad to watch. I feel like I I was never quite there, but I could I could relate with the sentiment of just uh, just just faking who you are when you're young because you don't know what the hell's going on. It's it's sad.
1: Can't relate. I've always been the most genuine version of myself.
0: That's uh yeah. There we go. Big quote of the year. Big (laughs) Uh, jokes
1: right there. New year, um,
0: new page. That's yeah. (laughs) Oh man, page. Michael Check. What a gem. Uh, meanwhile though at the at the station, Travis is still auctioning off these antiques and it's going quite well for him. And eventually comes across this like little little vase, I guess. And he he's accepted a bid from a caller, but also realizes that it's worth a ton of money in his mind. He thinks it's actually worth a lot of money. He wants to bid himself. And he brings out this crazy I'll bid forty dollars voice. And it's a little frightening and Oh quite my god, block-
1: it was so <laughs> Hey there! I'll bid forty dollars.
0: Like, do you think that's the real Nathan Carter? Yeah. No, he's
1: from
0: Toronto. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, but then, kind of like what we mentioned earlier, he l- kind of learns the hard way about, um, you know, being a hypocrite and wanting to bid on this this item for himself, and he breaks the vase. And then the rest of the group uh, kind of, you know, they reconvene at the station, and they've all kind of had a shitty night. It's been kind of a whirlwind night, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fun watching uh, uh Travis and Ray and Lily kind of do the auction thing, and then having Robbie kind of have his own little plot going on. Yeah. It Pretty... was nice
1: having Robbie having a plot outside of RFR.
0: Oh, totally. And then, and then the episode ends with uh Kim on Cougar Radio talking, and as she's uh doing the show, Robbie sees that the Donnie and the Dragon T-shirt that. He I guess gave to Kim at some point. Yeah, he
1: bit on it. He got her phone died, so he won he got the shirt. Yeah. But then and when she gaslit him, <laughs> he said, I called the station. You actually get the shirt now. And then So she be,
0: gets he, it and then actually ends up giving it to Robbie. And yeah. that's how we know that um there's
1: still a little thumb thumb there. She says she quotes there. on air. Just because I'm a dragon doesn't mean I can't change. So I think it's really setting us up for uh, for future Kim. I can't freaking wait for future Kim. I have like the whole visual in my head of her. Ugh, I cannot Walking wait. Down the hallway? Yes. Yeah, with the I brace. know exactly what
0: you're talking That's going to be sick. This um. That's this going to was... be season
1: four, I think. Like, that's, <laughs> Honestly, that's a long might way. Be
0: season four, but that's, that's all right. The, to me, this was top tier. This is a great episode. I mm-hmm. love this episode. Yep. Yeah. Um it, 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 didn't have a lot of, like, hijinks, which I kind of, I guess I kind of liked. To me, it was just a really good, like, episode for each of the characters.
1: Yeah, it was a good um character-building episode.
0: Except Lily, if I'm being honest. I didn't really like Lily in this one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny, because, like, if it's it's not, like, about Lily, you get nothing from her.
0: That's exactly, yeah, that's (laughs) kind of what I was trying to say earlier. That's pretty much it. Yeah.
1: Like, no, and, like, like, not that she's being shitty or anything. You just don't really. No.
0: She just. Doesn't exist for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Uh I couldn't really find any notable songs from this episode. Um, so sorry, no planet smashers this time. Oh, right, the Donnie and the Dragon theme song. Um, but yeah, do you have any any other thoughts on this one?
1: Well, just actually speaking of music, I liked how um to advertise for the auction Travis like mid song. They're like playing a song on the station and he just like turns it down mid song and like I interrupt this song to let you know. And I was just like, wow, can you imagine listening to the radio and someone just like coming on mid song being like, hello, this is an advertisement.
0: What is it? <laughs> oh my God. What is It's like, it's like a remi- like a mixtape when like the, when like, <laughs> like the a host is overt- coming. What is it? What was the follow-up by one? What was it called? it called the new administration, the new administration.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The citizens anyway, for our betterment. Right.
0: right. That's a deep cut for all the follow-up by fans out there um okay well shall we move on to the next one
1: yeah let's do it i got the synopsis right here so i like this one this is yeah
0: this, one. this this is a heavy hitter
1: this one's uh yeah this is one that i'll get into it all right we got episode season two episode two girl talk radio which aired december 5th of 2003 Travis fills in for Lily at the station as a girl named miscommunication and turns out to be a real crowd pleaser. Will Roscoe ever hear from Smog again? Meanwhile, with the help of Robbie, Ed and Ted are looking to dazzle the crowd at Mickey's with their new boy band, Entropy.
0: Oh my god. Take so
1: Just take a second to take that in.
0: Okay, okay, what's great about this is I forgot that these two storylines were in the same episode. Because I love I well, like this this might be my favorite episode. Wow. Maybe. I, I, wow. I, uh, that's... I know we're only on season two, and that's... I might be talking big words, but from my, like, nostalgic memory, like, I love this episode. You're saying great. The entropy it? bit, specifically, I think is so funny. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's, let's just get into it. So, we we have them postering in the hallway that's a classic rfr moment they're always postering for some reason <laughs> which i guess how makes else sense do
1: people know how else do people know about the yeah. show
0: and then Lily uh, basically says like hey guys like i can't do the show tonight i have to work on an essay so can you cover for me and they're like yeah sure and then ray like throws in some weird misogynistic lines as always um, but it kind of brings excuse in
1: excuse me let's let's quote this they are putting up a poster and in order oh, to right. make sure it doesn't get taken down, they need to have Waller's seal of approval, which is a smiley face stamp that Travis found at the dollar store. So they are going to stamp it. And he says, I think this needs a woman's touch. To which Ray replies with, I think I need a woman's touch.
0: Won won. the most like Michael Scott things on the show so far. <laughs> That's yeah, that, uh, I mean, I guess I i and that's fairly believable uh, coming out of a fourteen year old boy's mouth to be fair, so I guess uh I'll, that's the best thing I can say about that we'll
1: give you that pass for now
0: we'll give it yeah uh, uh but the, in a way that kind of leads into this episode kind of being for the most part a lot about gender politics <laughs> like I
1: have, yeah I got thoughts on this so they they go to the station Lily is not there uh they're doing their doing their thing whatever uh and they get a caller it's ra- radio. Radio free advice is the
0: Wait, hold on. They have before they get into that bit, there's like a 15 second thing of them like having fun without the girl where they're like Oh
1: my god, it's so stupid. (laughs) Where Ray is just playing on her guitar, which like she obviously would hate.
0: Robbie's
1: like air drumming.
0: They're like having so much more fun. They feel free for some reason. Even though like just last season, Lily was gone for a whole week doing the thick pink. A fiasco and they didn't really act any way differently but just today they feel like some level of testosterone in their oh. veins yeah very weird
1: so anyways they they dive into their uh, segment of radio free advice uh, and they get a caller who specifically says hey I have a question for Shady Lane and they're like she's not here or something along those lines and they're like let's like here we can try to answer it and she's like oh mm. Okay, well, so, um, me and my friend are after the same guy and he's just like, he's just like pinning us against each other. So like my thoughts on that, I was just like, yo, ditch him. He sounds like a dick.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. Like
1: if he's pinning you against your friend for his attention, he sounds like trash. So move on. So anyways, if I was Shady Lane or on Radio Free Roscoe, that would have been my advice, but I am not. So, uh, Pronto was not helpful. Uh, so Travis takes the opportunity to adjust the pitch control in his booth, turn it up real high, and miscommunication is born. She, she, he smog, becomes miscommunication and answers with a better answer. I guess with like, I
0: would, yeah, generally I guess yeah, a whole lot. Of,
1: he he comes out with some sass, and like it, it's it's just funny that like he apparently created this character in that moment.
0: But and right away with complete, like,
1: just he had it, and it was he says something about the guy and ends off of that. Okay, which let me tell you, my sister and I, <laughs> I think we still to this day will just say, Okay, and it's <laughs> like it's from Radio Free Roscoe, it is from Miscommunication.
0: Okay. I got two things to say about this. So, okay. first off, the name Miscommunication is fucking sick. The fact that Travis came up with that right off the bat is honestly. Part Listen, of his genius.
1: This is two thousand and three. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's "Miss Independent" was probably on air yeah, at this point. Yeah, it was Maybe prominent. Was That's inspired. a good point.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> he might have been inspired. Um, and I guess the other thing is Travis. How do I put this? In a way, I'm happy about. I'm happy for Travis. He's kind of coming out of a out of his shell. Mm-hmm. I feel, but at, at the other hand. It's it's a little disingenuous.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> but I maybe this we'll have to wait till we get larger into the episode. But I have a lot of thoughts on this because eventually yeah. Lily, like, <sighs> Lily gets a little
1: um, like,
0: what's the word? Uh, yeah. I don't say, would I would it be too far to say that Lily was getting jealous?
1: No, je- I would one hundred percent say Lily, Lily okay. was jealous. but like. I don't know if maybe this is just like a sign of the times there, where maybe maybe where like she's jealous because there's another female figure on the show, which like fair enough, like her being the only one to begin with. Obviously, like if they were to ever try to add another girl, that's like her thing, right? Like she's the girl. So, but like, but like it it goes like beyond that though, like it goes beyond that. Like it's like yeah, Travis is being treated as like a better woman voice than her
0: oh wait the other thing i was going to say is the mm mk yeah that to me always just reminded me of one of the teachers from south park who would always say "Mm MK. and so it was like i couldn't tell if it was a weird reference to that or if it was just like a sass thing um but either way i mean that whole bit is iconic like that is and it's delivered with so much gusto coming from Travis. Like, he drops a, mm, gay, like...
1: um, <laughs> um So good.
0: Maybe, maybe we'll tackle this into, like, two different sections. While we're on the miscommunication bit, let's just focus on, like, the A-plot right now. Because... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because... We
1: can't go back and forth. There's too much to tackle here.
0: Exactly. There's a lot happening. So, y- yeah, you're right. There is kind of a weird thing that occurs because it's like... Travis, at least to the listenership is how the show kind of like portrays it. He's doing a slightly better job of answering, you know, the female listeners questions than Shady Lane is or they feel a bit more comfortable asking her and they want her They want miss miss C's advice as opposed to Shady Lane's Yeah, the one thing that like kind of rubbed me the wrong way was like um, What Lily basically just tells Travis that he like he can't be a she <laughs>
1: gay okay, me too i was like is this a, is this like a call is this like a sign of the times right where it's like like today in today's world if you were like like you can't do that it's like but why not
0: well and the thing that makes it weird yeah, exactly why not i makes it makes it weird is like travis is very comfortable doing the missy uh persona I guess or
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: Part of himself
1: he's having a good time. This is like it. This is almost like a side of him. That was like
0: yeah, like even though I already said it was
1: tested.
0: I said it was disingenuous, but I Only mean that in the sense that he got yeah. like, He kind of got into some trouble for it Which I mean oh. is fair if you're gonna be lying to anyone you're like you'll pay the price I guess to some extent mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, like I was kind of happy for, for Travis. Like I felt like he was really gaining something from this. And like
1: Yeah,
0: like it felt um, good for him. It felt good for him. It, it is weird. Maybe it is a sign of the time scene, because Lily basically, while she doesn't use the most offensive language, she is kind of She's being pretty unfair and pretty unreasonable and sort of like telling Travis, like, no, you you have to you can't be like you can you can only be a masculine voice on the show. Basically, yeah. is kind of what she's telling him, which might be a sign of the times potentially. But at the same time, um, c- kind of shitty of Lily if I'm being completely honest.
1: Yeah, like I feel like there's levels to it. Like you get where she's where she's coming from with it. And the thing is, if he responded to questions with these answers as a guy, would he get the same? Like if he if these were his answers, without you know the same sass the same everything, but like as smog. Like, how it sure. be taken then?
0: Well, hard to say. Like, I would think with the type of personality that Travis has, it he, he's fairly wise and well spoken for the most part. He's like he thinks what he, he thinks about what he's gonna say. I feel like it yeah. probably would be taken relatively positively. But I think the real kicker here is the people who are calling in feel comfortable like the, the women asking him questions feel comfortable because they want to ask questions to you know a, someone who's a female so they can feel relatable or like the advice right. they're getting from them is maybe like, something kinda, they've experienced
1: i kind of take it in like modern current times um as like i don't know i feel like it's that it's that woman um like he is he is acting as a woman figure and answering as like a woman figure like isn't it kind of like like talking to like drag queens these days like
0: to an extent like if you you go to if you went to
1: like i'd go to a drag queen for like fashion advice love advice like it
0: no sure like i don't i don't know
1: like i just feel like it it, if that's the if they're giving good advice what difference does it make
0: i think the real thing here is we never get to know like (laughs) might be thinking about this way too much but we never get to know really how travis uh how he's identifying you know what I mean? Like we yeah. never get to know exactly like how he really feels about himself or if it's just like, he's just having fun doing this because he's also pretty quick to drop it to some extent.
1: True. True. But I think like he kind of gets shamed yeah. out of it.
0: But ex- exactly. He's getting, definitely gets shamed out of it. So in my mind, it could either be sort of a situation where like maybe he's speaking for people. He shouldn't be like, that, that could be Total, one angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, or the other angle is maybe there's a, there's a aspect to himself and to his identity that he is comfortable speaking to right. to that, and he's being shamed out of it, which is not really fair.
1: So and then on another aspect in here, um, Ray is eating it up.
0: Right. Ray
1: loves miscommunication. <laughs> okay, we need to like, think
0: about this. so why though? like why? why, sh-
1: why is he like like Ray? Ray loves miscommunication. He loves Missy. He straight up bashes Travis on air as Smog. he bashes Smog, and says like just full on is like, oh, who needs to hear from Smog? Like he buries him. You know what?
0: I think I think uh, Ray is just a sub. You know, like I think he likes he likes powerful women. That's what I think it is.
1: Hey, I think that's totally fair. But like, yeah. Like, Ray has always had such an issue with Travis.
0: Well, I, I think it's and just then, because, like, because basically when Travis is Missy, like, Missy owns the room. And I think Ray just likes that. I think Ray, like, really gets into that.
1: <laughs> it's just, it's just so interesting. Like, he literally, he he buries Smog on air.
0: He and really does, And Travis
1: responds with a, okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny Yeah, it's so um, a. <laughs> <yeah, it's>, uh,
1: <sighs> I don't know. I just the whole the whole ray side of things. I'm just like yo man like what like
0: Oh, well ray definitely has Ray has some kind of complex that you know, <laughs> which we already have known, but it's very evident in here that I don't know I, as Interesting as it is and kind of surprising I, I kind of like it. It kind of works for me. Like, I'm I'm a bit more comfortable with Ray. Like, um, I don't know, cheering on this side of Travis rather yeah. than being like belligerent to it. Oh, so,
1: but that's the thing. it's like, why couldn't you cheer on the side of Travis and not shit on the other side, the real side of him? Because or at least don't the- get
0: it twisted. Ray is still shitty. We can't forget that. It's just
1: you're right. You're right
0: sorry. <laughs> it's I just thought. you know, every now every now and then he's less shitty, and it gets confusing. <laughs> um yeah Uh, and then it kind of i don't know like i guess it is resolved and i think i don't want to speak for you here jamie but i feel like we're i feel like we're both a little bit bummed about how this episode ends in terms of the missy
1: conundrum first note though it just got to quickly put in there um in in they're talking about uh miscommunications popularity at the school ray comes up to them in the lunch line and he's like guys this emails going around school about miscommunication and he has this printed off email that he then hands down the group and they all read it and I'm like,
0: Whew, two thousand and three. Do you remember printing off emails? No. I think I definitely have a couple times. I or don't even know. like
1: I had no reason to. I, I emailed. I did. I had a friend actually that I like literally went to school with and we emailed each other after school all the time. We saw each other. It was like we were in like grade five. But anyway Remember
0: you emailed me sometimes when I was on vacation?
1: Um, I still have a folder in my old email called Kyle in China. Sick. You weren't you weren't always in China when I was emailing you, but that was just what the folder was called because I you. I was anyways, I was a
0: real Travis Strong at that point.
1: Sure you were. Mm-hmm. So anyways, <laughs> So anyways, I just thought that was super funny that he's like, guys, I check out this email that's going around because it reminded me of um, in Lizzie McGuire when. Lizzie and Miranda are like they're like instant messaging but yeah. then Miranda accidentally emails the whole school because that's a thing where you'd have everyone in your address book online or on your email and she emailed out the like Kate stuffs her bra thing so oh
0: anyway. right well I guess that's like the real world equ- equivalent of that would now be like you know you're trying just to send a snap to one person but you put it on your story right, right. all <laughs> then well, I, I, never mind. Um, yeah, I guess... I guess, like, the fact that they also wanted to make Missy the prom queen is pretty funny. <laughs> like, that's... Like, a, this,
1: little, a little weird.
0: A little but, weird. Yeah. The student body, like, loves Missy that much, though, that they want to make her the prom queen. See, which... I
1: feel like this, this would have been a perfect episode for Kim Carlisle to be jumping in and having her own version of Missy. But, like not miscommunication it'd be like
0: something else yeah yeah, yeah yeah i could see that
1: you know but whatever it's well, we, we'll get more ah. of him later
0: we kind of get lily lily really jumps in at this True. point and she wants she basically wants missy to stop it's kind of yeah. how she feels she, which
1: he shames shames travis out of it she
0: does shame him however like like you were saying earlier and i i, I agree with you for the most part is like i could totally see lily like feeling kind of like I don't know, left out or like her place in the show is, you know, being, you know, messed with or being left threatened. out. Yeah, and I think I think that's really fair. Like, there's a lot yeah. of like there's inherently a lot of masculinity on the show, and like she brings to have know, to
1: have one of the guys now take over the role yeah. as the girl. Totally, I that part
0: I completely understand without a doubt. I think that's really fair. I just think the
1: way she goes about it with him and the way she it, like just makes him feel bad about it, being like, "But you're not a girl." It's like.
0: And it, I think it's also the way that Travis goes about being Miss because it's not that he's like mocking, he's not really mocking women. He's, no. if anything, he really embodies like a persona and it's, yeah. he like really gets into it. He's not really being like uh, inherently disrespectful to women. Um, maybe like if Travis it's. Travis
1: Strong, the OG catfish.
0: If anything, it's just catfish in all of Roscoe. <laughs> but, hey man, I
1: used to i know, used to catfish on the Neil boards, okay?
0: You gotta Damn. do what you gotta do. I don't know if I've ever catfished. I don't think I have. I, I, I catfished
1: I have... on Nextopia
0: too. Oh my god. Does that <sighs> I know exactly the count the count. <laughs> uh shout out Nexopia. Shout out next Neoboards. <laughs> shout out um uh Chat Roulette. <laughs> shout it all out. <laughs> and Chat Roulette was sick though. Like, like sometimes.
1: Mean, yes, but also yikes.
0: Charlotte. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, Charyllette is fucking weird, but at the same time, like, and then
1: Omegle. I, moving on to Omegle.
0: I never, I don't never yeah, really if fuck you with take, Omegle. Yeah,
1: if you take the creepy parts out of it, Charyllette is a fun idea.
0: I never fucked with Omegle, but shout out Charyllette. Okay, well, I don't know. I think unfortunately, Lily does kind of. She becomes a little bit jealous, and she kind of, I don't know. She takes down Miss C. Missy C ends Travis. Travis like retires Missy live on air and changes his voice back to uh you know his regular frequency and that's kind of the end of it which i think this episode will always stand the test of time of just those like classic Miss C, like moments where he's answering yeah. those questions and he has so much sass and so much he's confidence also
1: roasting Pronto all the time
0: which is well deserved and hilarious and and then Ray loves it like I
1: yeah that's like, what i that mean like what is this
0: Like I think Ray is—he has a bit of like a humiliation thing, honestly. I think Ray, like,
1: honestly though, like him, him being in love with Lily, like, yeah, that all she does is humiliate.
0: Exactly, and he's like, oh well, yes, please, like.
1: (laughs) Remember when he remember, remember when Travis has a has like pictures on her on his phone, his little phone, and he's like, oh, that's when Lily punched me, and then he like affectionately rubs his shoulder, like
0: i'm telling you jamie i think we're uncovering something here we are uh, so that's kind of the end of that uh travis does kind of you know he retires the, ca- the persona but he does it willingly i think he understands kind of the disingenuous nature of it and he understands
1: well like uh, he Lily's values his friendship with lily more than he values the like yeah. attention he's getting on air
0: which is fair i think that's that's fair to an extent um but This is definitely an interesting example of revisiting a show from two thousand and three and twenty twenty. I think you know there's there's just certain
1: Yeah,
0: there's just certain things that are definitely more uh, pertinent in our brains and like ways of thinking that uh, definitely pop up in this. And I think I don't know, it's kind of cool, kind of kind of important to maybe reflect on those things now. But definitely interesting. Uh, Okay, now to the B plot of this episode. So meanwhile arguably
1: just as important as they argu-
0: arguably just as important. Um so here we have Robbie who just happens to hear Ed and Ted messing around in like I think the same fucking classroom they use for every every other B-plot. I know. Uh, and uh he sees them practicing some sort of routine and realizes that it's like I guess, like, boy band, like, uh, choreography or movements. And he immediately gives them pointers on how to improve their, <laughs> their skills and their talent. And Ed and Ted, uh, uh, reveal to Robbie that they figure the best way they can get girls at Roscoe is to become a boy band because girls at Roscoe High love boy bands, which this like, is
1: 2003. That's yep. super fair.
0: That's fairly sound logic. I don't, I think that's reasonable.
1: This is like and that before they, the, yeah, before the boy band, before people turned on boy bands just to turn back onto them.
0: It's a, uh, yeah, things are cyclical. Boy bands, they come, they, it's like a, you know, a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> and they reveal that their band name is called Entropy, which I think is just one of the best fucking band names there's ever been. I actually looked up on Spotify and there's like 30 Entropies now. I like to think they're all taken from Ed and Ted. Although they spell it like the letter N-Tropy, I assume as homage to NSYNC.
1: Very, fair, fair, very fair. There is a character in the Crash Bandicoot series called Entropy, And it's the same thing where it's N Trophy. So
0: Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, honestly, and they have a great song that goes like you're so collectible, girl. Which honestly, is Honestly,
1: and like okay, hold kind of on. I, can we <laughs> like did the lyrics for this exist somewhere? Uh Entropy oh. and and tropey, yeah,
0: we're doing a live lyrics because
1: it's, it's actually like
0: it's 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 kind of catchy. I think Ted we're on to something here. Calling a girl collectible though is a little fucked, but
1: super weird. But they compare her to a what is it? They compare her to like a collectible, oh. like Boba Fett,
0: yeah, they compare something? her to like... Like, a, like a something still in the package or something. <laughs> I don't know in the, I mean
1: in the original rapping
0: yeah, yeah I guess to be fair the lyrics Happened. are not any, they're not any more um offensive than a lot of those uh <laughs> boy band lyrics from back then uh so current day. or our current day so I don't know if anything if anything is just really funny coming from Ed and Ted because they're just like the most harmless guys ever and they're oh. just like really laying it all on the line uh, and I think calling a girl a collectible is a really funny, funny, funny um a compliment. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and and Robbie decides that he will coach them to become a better boy band. And he yeah. says that he he learned how to be learned all of his boy band knowledge from hanging out with his cousin. <laughs> but then who he later he, has to reveal who he that
1: babysat who he was friends with who he yeah Robbie the, the story's a little a little sus.
0: It's a little suspect, and Robbie is basically just insecure about the fact that he's actually a huge boy band fan, yeah. and that he got a boy band, <laughs> the boy best of boy bands or a boy band all stars DVD that he watched 25 times. That is that grandma. his
1: grandma gave him because classic grandma. I mean, music. I can
0: kind of understand that to an extent. Like I remember, because like when I was younger, it was just like my thing was like I liked music, so like I would get CDs for That's Christmas. Like one
1: of everything, please. Yeah.
0: And sometimes I would get CDs from, like, really, like, bands I just hated. And I'd be like, oh, damn, like, like, controversial on this show, I know, but I never liked Simple Plan. And when I got the second Simple Plan album, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, just I because it. I like follow Boy doesn't mean I like Simple Plan, mom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, But I could get that. But I always, because, like, because Robbie was insecure about his love for boy bands because, you know, boy bands are, like, I guess a girl thing, like, guys can't like boy bands is kind of what he's, I guess, alluding to. Um maybe and if
1: Miscommunication said that it was okay to like boy bands, he would have been cool with then that. Then
0: maybe it would have been okay. And I always related to this, honestly, in the sense of my love for Degrassi growing up, because, like, Degrassi was not the most um, masculine show around. <laughs> I teen mean, drama. Whatever. It's a teen drama.
1: It was okay to like RFR, but not Degrassi.
0: <laughs> honestly, kind of. If I'm being completely honest... Like, I knew a lot more guys who watched RFR. I don't even I didn't even know one single guy that watched Degrassi, if I'm being completely honest with you. Growing up at least. Um Actually, and so I think I,
1: that was that was a big thing when you and I met where I was like, You like Degrassi? And you were like, oh, man, I love Degrassi. And then we watched episodes on your iPod video. At camp.
0: I could get into a whole thing right about right now, <laughs> but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it at that. And yeah, you're right. I don't know. I guess like I don't know, there was a like, I don't know. I liked like Sailor Moon growing up. I liked a lot of shows that like guys weren't supposed to watch, you know, because they were I don't know, not for guys, I guess. And and so like watching a show like this or the episode like this as a as a young person, I actually really got a lot out of it because I was like, damn, yes, Robbie like just is owning what he likes and he like found other people that liked it and that that's cool. Like fuck the haters. I'm gonna like what I like. <laughs> and you know growing up you obviously realize that none of that shit fucking matters and you can be into whatever you want so yeah anyway um i have to thank rfr though for instilling uh, confidence in me at a young age thanks rfr so i don't know the episode kind of builds in the in the background where robbie is um uh, being a little bit aggressive as a coach and doesn't want to join Entropy because he's still still too embarrassed to perform live. <laughs> and Ed and Dead have set up a show at Mickey's Discs where they like roll up to Mickey's and they act like these hot shots and they're just so annoying. but it's, it's so, so funny. funny.
1: <laughs> and it's also like, can you imagine, like, can you just imagine like these 14 year old boys being like we're gonna perform at mickey's and mickey's like i mean i guess they're like we need the space we need the stage we're gonna do a dance and song i guess but they like think,
0: yeah i mean i guess i'm happy for them that they were able to put this together i think uh <laughs> seemed like a fun they, time they
1: have zero shame
0: they have zero shame um but when they do go to perform unfortunately uh, unfortunately they aren't keeping it together very well they're forgetting the words and the they're not super uh in sync with their uh, movements no pun intended thanks <laughs> and robbie kind of saves the day and he joins officially as the third member of entropy
1: he takes off his shirt to reveal his tank top underneath shows off those arms and he gets up there
0: it's kind of sick and he though.
1: goes for it it is honestly like and he, like, takes over. He gets up in the back in the middle, and, like, he is... So, like, he's he JTs that shit, and he's, like... <laughs>
0: yeah, he totally does. Oh. He gets in there, and it's kind of beautiful. And then the episode ends right on that, on a high note. Mm-hmm. There Like, so much happened in this episode. This is, like... Mm-hmm. This is jam-packed. This one is has it? a lot going on. This um is. I would... Yeah, this would definitely be on my uh, Season 2 Greatest Hits d- compilation DVD. I
1: agree. I agree.
0: Um... Couple songs that are in this episode. We have uh, do we
1: have collectible by entropy.
0: <laughs> we do. We have collectible by <laughs> entropy. We have not one but two songs by the Planets Smashers.
1: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> my decision and fabricated, okay. and then another song by a band called I've Got Spies. Uh, or wait, no, sorry. the The band, the Carnations. The song is I've Got Spies. So very cool. Um, any other thoughts on this one? I I mean I I have. I have nothing but good things to say about this episode. Do you have anything else you'd like to uh, add?
1: Um, I don't think so. Like I, yeah, it was it was a cute episode. We get more, we get to see more sides of your boy Travy and um, I'm always down for that. So, and Lily also kind of showed some colors I didn't love, but I also like get it. So,
0: you know? it's complex. Like I mean, I think we uh, discussed it fairly well, but I think at the end yeah. of the day, it's like, how can yeah. you? Uh, how can you? There's no there's no really like a uh, solid answer to this stuff. Oh, one thing I want to talk about, uh, the w- quick little conversation between Travis and Missy on air was a little crazy.
1: Oh my God. It was so funny. It was like him just like shitting on himself.
0: Yeah. And it, like, that has to be kind of a complex as well. Like that,
1: has got to be something <laughs> in it. Like, I feel like that's like the, that is the day to day struggle in the mind of Travis strong
0: that we saw, it, we saw it there displayed for everyone. So wow. good stuff. Um, uh, you're so so collectible, girl. That might be the that might be the episode title. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. All right. Okay. So, go. like we mentioned, we're skipping episode three technically, and this is episode four. Do you want me to want me to read this one out? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So this one is called "Written in the Stars," season two, episode four. Uh, aired December nineteenth, two thousand and three, and it goes like this. Travis and Audrey bond over their search for extra extraterrestrial life, which inspires Travis to create a radio cereal that reflects his feelings for her. And that cereal spelt S E R I L not, um, a radio breakfast. <laughs> <dessert>. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be. <laughs> so this is one that I actually, um, I think I totally forgot about this one. If I'm being honest, I so don't like, remember I, this.
1: I remembered this one. Um, and I gotta say, like, watching it, because it was the last one that I watched for this episode, I loved it. Wow. I loved this. Like, not in the same way that I love, uh, I don't know, that I love other episodes, it's different. But, like, this was so cute.
0: Oh, it's great. I mean, We've got a lot of was... Travis-heavy content here, and I know that's, um, that's a Jamie Leak special.
1: <laughs> but listen, like, I even i mean yes 100 percent. but it just like oh my god i was swooning watching this
0: well and it's it's laid out pretty like fairly realistic fairly realistically like i think the way that travis and audrey both act in this episode is very um Real. accurate to what 14 year olds would be acting in a yeah. dating scenario yeah they're both kind of just figuring it out in different ways yeah, yeah and, I liked it too. I couldn't remember. I knew that Travis and Audrey got together at some point, but I could never, well, I couldn't remember how, to be honest. Yeah.
1: And like they kind of, there's like an episode in like the beginning of season one, right? Where he like, he gives her, or she gives him her number. And then she, he's like too chicken a call. And then he does just call, fails. and he does that. He does that thing where he like holds the phone up to the speaker oh, so he I can hear her favorite song that. playing. And it's just kind of like, oh, all right. But then like nothing ever comes of it. Yeah. So that gets brought up in this episode where uh, it gets, yeah, it gets kind of mentioned that like he never, he never called her. He just like or he never, because I guess he never admitted to her, right? He just played the song through the speaker, but he and never that was actually, it, yeah. like, yeah, he never was like it's your boy what up Audrey so yeah so she's pissed I don't know how much time is supposed supposed to have passed here but she's she's pissed she's like her and Lily still have their friendship apparently that has not also also not been brought up since that episode
0: <laughs> yeah um, they haven't hung it's... out they, ha- they hang out in the evening on this episode as if yeah. they hang out every night but that I not... haven't seen any evidence of that since
1: yeah so she's just like lily i really like him but he blew me off and i just like i don't want to get hurt again and it's like yo fair but he also like um you know it's a dumb teenage boy
0: so he was he was definitely a bit of a jerk beforehand there's no doubt um and so basically this episode is dedicated to travis trying to you know there's not
1: get- really sub there's not really a subplot here
0: there is a subplot, but it's very, very thin. Like it's ba- barely exists. So the other oh, subplot,
1: you're right, there is a
0: subplot is that the gang decides that they need a little break from RFR and they decide to take a month break.
1: Was it a month?
0: I think that's I what don't Robbie that's said.
1: Fine. I thought he, I thought it was like a week.
0: Well, it ends up not being very long. That's kind of the thing here, is they realize that they need RFR. Well, okay.
1: So they're like they take a little he's like, Do you guys want to maybe take a break? You know, we've got some burnout. Maybe we should just like yeah, take a break. Lily and Ray are way too excited for like, this. Yes, I was like, "Why are you even on the show?" Like, you if you're this, <laughs> they're like, "Oh my god, I can do things in the evening now. I can do it." And it's like, "Oh, like, okay." Damn. Like, I don't know. It just was like I thought it was a really aggressive reaction, but you
0: know. what can you do? I think I don't know. I I think that whole part of this episode is really in like, without a doubt, overshadowed by the rest of this. The rest of what's going on here because There's the odd like montage of them Or not even them really Basically just (laughs) Ray And Lily Doing yoga and art Class and cello Lessons and Ray is just basically Annoying Lily and following her around
1: So this whole little thing Like where like these classes just exist and you can just join them whenever i do I have not have so ad- many questions really tried like six of them in a day like do you not have real school and then like and and audrey mentions later something but like i'll see you in in my art class or whatever and it's like you just you just hopped in like you just had like a free period and you're like time to do art like i just yeah. this is another it's... one of those like the the time like time isn't real in the world of roscoe high
0: <laughs> apparently well, It's funny you say that, Jamie, because in this episode, we get introduced to some, you know, time talk. (laughs) That's what I'll call it. Uh, And, you know, maybe, maybe this is the beginning of like a second timeline. Maybe we find out that in Roscoe, there is... You know, time moves differently, because as far as I'm concerned, we have a lot of evidence to suggest that that is the truth, because you're absolutely right. As soon as they find out that they're going to take a break, it seems as if the show takes up their entire lives, and they low-key try to do 15 new hobbies in, like, two days.
1: (laughs) Whereas, like, if I was, like, doing something every day after school, and then they were like, hey, we're going to not do it tonight, I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go home and probably, like, nap.
0: Yeah, do nothing now. I'm going to
1: go home and lay on my computer for a while, play some Sims, like, I, there would be zero chance that I'd be like Finally I can take up that hobby I've been thinking about Like mm-mm. that just wouldn't have been the case for me
0: the, My favorite part of that whole bit though Is um, while Audrey eventually invites uh, Lily to her drawing class And Ray is the model Ray, Ray decides to be the model Which is whatever it's kind of funny It's classic Ray but there's one part where he's modeling And he quickly looks away to take a bite of a sandwich And then goes back That's honestly pretty funny That was yeah. That was pretty well thought out but, like, beyond that, that's kind of all that's happening. The rest of the episode really focuses on um, Travis and Audrey. And Travis immediately tries to go talk to her. And he's, so, <laughs> he's yelling to himself or talking to himself. He's going, no Zen, no abstract art, no time hole theories.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do normal people talk about? So, yeah. honestly, I love all this. this. I think this is, I don't know, this is maybe a reflection of me. And maybe I shouldn't be putting it into the world. But, so, he goes up. He walks up to her or I'm doing play by play here. He walks yep. up to her. She's, she's been very cold to him because he, he ditched her. Um, and, uh, my first comment is she is so tall and he is so small because she just looks like a yeah. tall girl and he is not a tall guy. I and it's honestly just thought like, of you that
0: when I saw what I saw
1: too relatable for me in my high school experience. So, <laughs> so, so
0: wait, <laughs> would Travis, what, would Travis strong, would it have worked between you two?
1: kyle i liked at only one or two people in high school and one of them is still shorter than me to this day
0: okay so, so yes so yes okay I
1: just had that, like feeling when i was in high school i was like oh the guys they're gonna catch up right yeah. like i i got tall really quick they're they're still you know they're they're just you know hitting puberty now there's time for them to catch up some of them did some of them did not
0: i can and tell yes. you from experience that um not so much i'm not the shortest guy in the block but i'm definitely not the tallest it's yeah, okay
1: you yeah, you and I are close, hey. Like we're pretty much
0: the same height, maybe. That's true. I you know what? I Screw it. it. I'm a tall. I'm I'm like seven feet. Uh. <laughs> okay,
1: so anyways, so anyways, it's just it's just a funny little because you know, he's just a little he's just a small
0: guy. He is definitely shorter than her, but I they, they, they without a doubt have an actual connection, and 100%. I would say Audrey's probably a little too forgiving to Travis, but we'll get into 100%. that, I guess. So
1: anyways, so so they. He tries to defend himself. He's just like, "I'm like Audrey, I'm so sorry. Like, I just I was scared you'd find out that I'm a weirdo." <laughs> Which like Which
0: is I that's mean that is
1: steering because it's like he's not he's not a weirdo in like like he's not a he's not like a creepy weirdo. He's just I into I got to be himself. honest. That's a little like, that's
0: a little incelly if I'm being completely honest.
1: <laughs> in this context, I don't know, watching it, I was like like knowing his like actually knowing his character, you get what he means.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. He has, and I
1: feel like and I think and I feel like Lily has backed him up on this to Audrey, where she's like she Travis, does, yeah. Travis is just a weirdo. Like he's he's not trying to hurt your feelings. He's just kind of strange.
0: Yeah, she even she says something even like nicer, like uh he's the most honest or like,
1: yeah, like kindest guy I know. Kindest guy, yeah. Time. So and, like,
0: L- Lily definitely has Travis's back on this one and she's but crazy. at the same time she's not like lying. Like he is a nice guy.
1: Totally, like, yeah. So anyways. They have this weird moment talking about how, I wish I could go back in time so that I could call you or whatever. And then she comes back with like, but if we went back in time or something, we'd never be having this conversation now. Or there's like,
0: yeah, they talk about the space-time continuum.
1: Shit, and I'm just like, oh, there's what they're meant to be. Look at them. And,
0: uh, and Audrey, of course, has a Planet Smashers poster in her locker. <laughs>
1: Why is there so much planet There's so much
0: planet I, need, I no. do need to look into it You're right. There no, has, has to be something This is like there. next
1: episode. This can be our
0: Well, that, yeah. A note. Facts. Or if any listeners out there know anything about the planet smashes <laughs> that might allude to this, Besides please let us know. my sister
1: trying to remind me that they opened for a simple plan in 2005. Yeah, I know, Stacy. It's been discussed. I think, you said, discussed.
0: It, I think she, you said it on air as well.
1: She did. Okay. Yes. So, anyways, we're, really, they, uh, we're really
0: bringing it down on Stacy this episode. We got sorry we got a whole. She's
1: having this. Sir. I shouldn't be so mean. <laughs>
0: so, we love you. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're the best. So, anyways, um, yeah, they have this weird connection, and so he gives or she gives him another chance, and he's like, "Do you want to go?" See? Does he say Star Wars? Is that what it is?
0: He does say Star Wars. Yes. Okay, so
1: he's like, "Do you want to go see?" They're showing. Star Wars episode something at this theater.
0: Okay, this is where I have to t- chime in, because he didn't even say which episode. So I'm really curious. No, just, a
1: Star just oh, says Star Wars? He just says Star Wars. Oh, it's 2003.
0: It There's might an, be a new one. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. It I didn't
1: think about that. I was like, I was like, oh, they're just like re-showing one of the Star Wars, but that's not it.
0: You might be going to watch um, oh, fuck, what is it called? The episode 3. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Want to come see Jar Jar banks with me?
0: Dude, no. <laughs> You know, any girl who's down with jar jar that's a keeper. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Um, Anyways,
1: so they're they're gonna yeah, they make a date six p m see you there. just kidding. I'll see you at um Mickey's discs. That's the only yeah. place we can um and off we go. They're super excited. uh he goes go goes back to the station knowing no one's there, and he's got this whole idea. That he kind of brought up earlier with the crew, um, this story he's been working on that he kind of wants to yeah. like, like act out on air, which is like honestly a cool idea.
0: It is cool. He well, that's that's yeah, that's what he makes. He makes a whole like radio sci-fi show dedicated to Audrey basically, and he did the first episode the night before at yeah. midnight, which was when Audrey was born, the time of day she was born, <laughs> and Robbie ha- happens to tune into it. And so Robbie wants in on the show. And he has some cool ideas.
1: Robbie's going to bed and he's just like, he's just spinning the radio dial. (laughs) He's like, come on, give me something good to listen to. Come on. And then he finds, he comes across 88.1 and he's like, Travis, you sly dog. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he wants in on the show and Travis is down because. Because
1: because Robbie can't let go of RFR for more than a day. (laughs)
0: Literally, I think it might have been two days. Like maybe. Maybe. And so, yeah, like you said, they have plans to see Star Wars, and but right after that, Robbie just like kind of you know mentions to Travis like, "Hey, like let's do another episode," um, and Travis has all these other ideas of how he can kind of interweave this uh, sci-fi story with like him and Audrey's budding romance and how he feels about her, and they take it to such an extent that he just completely forgets about their date, which, I mean how could you lose track of time that bad? Like, honestly, like that is, I know that's
1: the, that's the annoying thing is like, Travis seems to be such a, like, I don't know. He just seems to be a a fairly like careful guy. Like he just, I, I find he's probably on time for things, you know,
0: I could, it's out of his character in that sense. But at the same time, I could also see him being the type of person to like really obsess over something. And so he's like probably obsessing over the show and like figuring in his mind, like, Oh, but it's for like, it's for Audrey. Like it's a, a, like, um, like he's thinking of her the whole time but he's just you know yeah completely blocked one, out one,
1: one track <laughs> mind kind of thing in that in that sense
0: and he's kind of a yeah he's kind of a jerk sadly and he ditches her again
1: so here's the thing that drives me crazy here though is that like it's well established these people have cell phones
0: that's a really good point he, so like so audrey's
1: sitting there and she's like this asshole he ditched me again like girl Is
0: it so bad though that she did text him and Travis just ignored the text?
1: No, oh, that didn't happen.
0: Okay. <laughs> we can't enough. we can't imagine a world where Travis is that bad. Is that what we're <laughs> is that what we're thinking?
1: I feel like you get so few text messages in the year two thousand and three that if your phone goes off, you will answer it.
0: It's honestly a pretty good point. Yeah. And you know those texts cost like a dollar each.
1: It's not like he's sitting there like, better put my phone on silent so I can work hard on this story that's not what happened
0: sorry. i guess so i am yeah and the, the show that he's made is called the stars call my name which is maybe like call me by your name i don't know <laughs> and and which, uh
1: it's kind of funny. sorry the episode title is called written in the stars but like they couldn't have called it like
0: yeah that's the a little
1: stars it's, like i don't know
0: maybe Anyways. maybe written in the stars is a reference to something else i'm not familiar with i'm not too sure but the way Travis tries to make it up to Audrey is that he... Him and Robbie and eventually Ray... Because Ray is also just bored and needs to do something. Because Lily at this point is just fucking annoyed of him. <laughs> and he joins the... Very fair. He joins the, the sci-fi radio show.
1: Ray first... First, Ray shits on it. Well, yeah, but... First, he goes, hold Ray. Because he hates Travis. Because this is- he gets mad at... He gets mad at Robbie for joining in. That's the what this starts with. It starts with him going like, mm, "You bro, you guys are bros now." It's like Ray, you guys are all friends now. It's been established. He's not some outsider anymore. You need to chill. Yeah, but Ray.
0: Then, Ray just really, he he doesn't he doesn't surprise very often. No, very
1: true. <laughs> so yeah, he. But he's obviously feeling left out because oh. how dare. Robbie ever have friends that aren't him. So this is an ongoing theme in the whole series. He has so a child. Yes. do <laughs> He has a child. So uh, Robbie kind of drops like, a, you know, like the show is good but it's not funny.
0: Yeah, it needs to be funny.
1: So that's his but little invitation to Ray to Robbie join in. Robbie does
0: Robbie does say though. Or no, Ray says to Robbie, guess he can have the best of both worlds, which <laughs> is kind of a nice callback cuz we don't get many best of both worlds jokes lately. But when the show starts, go. Oh, oh, we have a we have a live ice cap on screen here. <laughs> this is looking great. <laughs> when uh when the sci-fi show does get rolling, though, uh, it is kind of fire. Like they have a really okay. good script. As yeah,
1: like it's well done and then so they go to um it shows okay so like Audrey's been ditched. She's been thoroughly ditched. Yes. Travis tries to approach her at school and she pretty much gives him the middle finger like she doesn't but like she does, you know? Like I can she's I can tell she's really she pissed off. You know, if this wasn't a G-rated family channel show, there for sure would have been some like, hey, Travis, why don't you take your space things and shove them up your ass?
0: Um, <laughs> your space things?
1: <laughs> take all of space <laughs> and shove it up there. <laughs> so um, so he's, he's, he's done fucked up and he knows it. And he's like, Lily, I need you to get Audrey to listen to this RFR show, which is not happening at midnight anymore. It's happening at like 7 p.m. So he's like, yeah. I need you to get her to listen because it's about her. It's about her. I need her to hear this. So Lily's like Girl, I will do my best. So Lily and Audrey go to Missy- Mickey's disk. I love this. This yeah, is so this is... I this would be I'd be all over something like this. They go to Mickey's disk and because Mickey's disk is somehow in the palm of our first hand, they turn up the radio. And then they like turn off the lights and have some kind of like space lights going and it's so cool and they have it like playing
0: They have like, it playing on the like the speakers at Mickey's disks and it's, it's, it's like a really, like, nice, like, immersive atmosphere. Yeah,
1: like, I would love, like, I would love to just, like, sit there, like, drink my coffee and listen to this weird space show
0: playing Seems on like the radio. maybe, like, that would maybe happen at Mystic Java in, like, 1998, maybe. Oh,
1: yeah, So, <laughs> so, anyway, so, Lily and Audrey are there, and it's, I don't know, uh, they, Lily's like, come on, Audrey, let's, let's go at mickey's disc and not speak to each other this sounds fun um
0: Let's and listen to a radio play as teenagers we, we, often do
1: we could do this in my room but i think it's better if we go to mickey's disc and do this right so they play or they, they yeah they do their whole uh little show and it's very the vibe is wonderful um and uh travis takes the opportunity no sorry the other guys Make Travis leave, and they're like, Go, go get your alien love, or whatever it is they said. I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> he
0: names her some sort of princess, I can't remember some what it kind is. Of, yeah, or he, Empress, his character I'm not ends sure.
1: Being, his character is a human who is actually an alien disguised as a human to get back to right. his home planet. And we're like, Okay, Travis, like, we get it. Okay, like, we get it. lot of
0: clear, lot of clear. Alien
1: at RFR. Okay, so they're like, Go get her, man. So off he goes, goes right to Mickey's disc because that's the only place anyone ever is.
0: Yeah. and the, the there city they shuts are. down, and everyone's okay. at Mickey's discs.. Yeah.
1: And uh, so he goes up to her and goes, "Hey, I was listening to RFR, and it really uh, inspired me <laughs> to it, come talk to you.
0: Yeah, the character reminded me exactly of myself, and the other Very character reminded similar. me exactly of you.
1: It was like it was like it was coming right from my soul personally.
0: And then he also tells her that, you know what? These feelings are alien to me. Travis. And, um, you know, Audrey is a very... She buys
1: it again.
0: She buys it again, and she's a very forgiving person.
1: Yes. Uh, So that's nice. What what will you do for love, you know? I feel like this is classic, I mean, not great behavior, but classic teen behavior where, like, you know... And that's the thing. It's not like he's done anything, like... Not like he's done anything unforgivable. He's just—he's—he's just, he's, he's just been yeah. He's been shitty. He's just been very like, um, he hasn't really prioritized her in any way here. So,
0: which he, is like, not cool, guys.
1: Super not cool, but also, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm so
1: <laughs> she she accepts the apology again, and, and they, ha- they, they share they share a little smoochy smooch where she has to kiss. she has to bend down a little bit because she is taller. This is my fear <laughs> it's wow, not really? the end of the world
0: we're burying the whole we're burying something. all our souls right now
1: uh it's just something about i don't know i'm being shitty here i it's not it's not that bad but it's just anyways i'm just seeing a lot of myself and i wish it was me kissing travis strong is we have a war here. against
0: we have a war against short guys right now
1: <laughs> travis is my short king and i can't i can't get over it so anyways and they walk out hand in hand and i kind of laughed to myself because i was like so she was just like okay bye lily
0: <laughs> yeah I was, yeah they they kiss and then leave Lily right alone. They don't like, even say, they don't bye.
1: say anything. she's just all right
0: no it's this episode is quite a it's it's pretty different actually from the, from a lot of the other episodes. like the tone of it is a little bit more like strictly romantic, I would say. there's a little bit of comedy, I guess with like Lily and Ray, but it's balanced really nicely. Yeah. um yeah, I mean, this was one that I yeah,
1: the other guys in there doing this whole RFR story.
0: Yeah, you know, I I wasn't expecting to get a lot out of this one because I just didn't really remember much of it But I really like this one like all three of these episodes we watched for this episode <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. Uh, we're great. These are all bangers. Yeah. These are all awesome.
1: Yeah, I agree like I I read the the summaries going into all of them and I was like, oh shit
0: We're yeah, I like
1: remembered them all and I was really excited
0: We covered so much ground. Um some of the music on this episode is we have a song called Araby. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, by a band called Blue Screen. And then we have one song called One Plus One Heartache by Sekoden, which I definitely remember that song. So peep game on those. They're on YouTube or Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I loved this one. Any any anything else you have you to say know, about this episode? I just,
1: like I remember I think I remember as a kid and like I don't know. I remember as a kid, um, I don't think I liked Audrey. I don't think I liked her character.
0: I would always get her sort of... Like, in my brain, I would relate her so similarly to uh, Kate from Lazy Maguire, for some reason. Really?
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, very similarly. Or she was kind of this villain-friend character. Yeah, I just remember thinking that Audrey was more of a villain, for some reason. But she's not really that.
1: She's been a good friend to Lily. She's, like, her, her character has been both a friend to Lily and then this, like, romantic side for uh for travis like i don't know there's so far i haven't seen a downside with her
0: not at all she's like and
1: it's one thing like she kind of gets portrayed in the beginning with lily as that like she's that girly girl that you know lily tries to right but like but whatever but like this episode shows that she's actually like a big old nerd just like travis so
0: yeah and i think it i think that makes sense too because if she was this like strictly like popular girl she probably wouldn't be hanging out with Lily in the first place. Let's very be true. Very true. Um, and
1: wouldn't be into Travis, so and
0: probably wouldn't be into Travis. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, I, I, it's a welcome addition. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, we're gonna, we got a lot of good stuff coming up here. Those next couple episodes are gonna be fun as well.
1: Yeah. We
0: um, two
1: parter coming up here. We have two parter like coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be, it's a lot. It's gonna be a lot for uh like not a lot for one episode but it's just like it's I don't know it's weird an RFR2 parter it's just kind of we strange.
0: haven't we haven't encountered something like this yet this if and anything just, this might be alien to us
1: just to be clear also if you read like just like reading the uh uh article or like the summaries or whatever like so this episode this written in the stars this episode 4 aired the same day as episode 3
0: right they yeah, just that's
1: exactly for some right. reason decided to chuck it in between
0: I don't know. Like,
1: I yeah, I don't know.
0: It's an o- it'll be an ongoing trend. Like the airing of RFR was a little messy, a little hectic. So, yeah, just just bear with that. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's about it for today's show. That's about it. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in again. This has been episode five of My Teenage as a Podcast. Um, if you want to reach out to us, like I said, you can definitely do so at at gmail.com. And then my teenage pod on both Instagram and Twitter, Um, and then you can listen to this podcast wherever we're on all the things now. So, (laughs) uh, tell a friend about the show if you know someone who liked RFR and you think maybe they would dig the show. Definitely uh, go do that. If you want to write us a review on iTunes, that also helps us out a lot. So please feel free. Give them
1: five stars.
0: Five stars only. (laughs) Uh, But no, in all seriousness, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, listening. Um, As always, I'm Kyle. And I'm Jamie. And take care, everyone.